Hello. Hello. And welcome to the Writing Quest podcast. This is episode four. Pretty wow. cool. Pretty cool. Pretty Dang. cool. And um, today we have our first guest. Would you like to introduce our guest? So, uh, hello. This is Logan. He is our <clears throat> brother mm-hmm. and uh, combatant in arms. I don't know. Sure, yeah. Fellow quester. Fellow quester. And yes. he just got a new hat today. Let me drop that hat. Let's see, look at this. Isn't it just pretty? Nice Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> uh, and today, we were talking about video games. We are talking about video game stories. So, without further ado, Huzzah! Huzzah! All right, so uh, Thank you for having me. I'm Thanks. I'm super excited. Awesome. We are too. Uh, you're on the new set, which is good. I I helped I helped put it together a tiny bit. Um, yeah, it looks great. Yeah, I think it. I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. So uh, today we're talking about writing uh, stories for video games, and Logan is a avid video game player, and so uh, we got a couple of questions for you. First thing, right off the bat. Top three favorite video games. Top three video, favorite video games of all time. Uh, probably Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Mm, classic. Classic. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic. The first. Oh. Great game. Full of story elements. Mm-hmm. Up your alley. Um, and for my third one, it's kind of a toss-up between a, a new game that came out in 2018, I believe, or another game. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the newer one. Uh, Star Wars, uh, Fallen, Fallen Order, Jedi oh, yeah. Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh, I heard about that one. It's yeah. it's a really great game. Um, is that one canon? It just... is officially canon. Okay. I didn't know. So ba- basically, for Star Wars' sake, any new game that came out after they started the prequel trilogy, I think is pretty much considered canon. Okay. Oh, that makes sense. Or the new sequel trilogy, I suppose. Yeah, I was going to say prequel trilogy. That'd be like Jedi Knight Academy... Yeah, uh, Kyle Katarn. But uh, no. yeah, that does, you're right. That does date you a little bit. You said that before we started. You were like, "My games I, might date me." I was like, "Yeah, you're right." Because I'm fairly that. certain Ocarina of Time originally came out on the Nintendo 64 in 1998. Yeah, that's a good game. So great. Speaking of Zelda, I'm super pumped because I've been actually playing a video game. I don't play video games. That's just not a game that I do much. Um, so, but I have been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I also know I'm a little late to the party on. Only by four years. I only got a Switch a couple months ago. Got Breath of the Wild, that was the game I got for myself, and I finally started it, and I think it's great. It's so fantastic. Do Uh, tell. It's fantastic. It's so, like, (laughs) so, the thing that I like about it is, I had originally been told that it was just completely, like, open world there's no real way to go about it mm-hmm. but there is there is a definite like and i because i don't play video games very much i definitely needed like a path like i can't just play it because i'm yeah. not that great at video games sure so for me it was like oh if i follow the main story it leads me through the game kind of a thing but i think it's great i love the game mechanics um the I the shields and weapons breaking all the time gets a little like 
But that's also like it's half the fun annoying. too. You know, so, like get shields that don't break as often. Yeah, right. And um, because Brendan started playing it, I own Breath of the Wild, and I owned it for a year. I you started, didn't even start it. I didn't even start it because I I wanted to play Pokemon. That's what I wanted. Mm. So, Have you guys seen? You seen those TikToks? That are like no, you don't. You don't watch TikTok. I don't TikTok okay, so there's a TikTok <laughs> thing. Uh, hi, you guys are old. Uh, <laughs> agreed. Uh, so I'm not saying I'm necessarily young either, but there's a thing where a guy goes, or it's people. Anytime it's a soundbite that they overlay all these videos and stuff, and it's, am I better than everyone else? And it's like turning on your blinker before getting into the lane, like an adequate amount of time and then it's just that sound bite mm-hmm. and then uh when you just said i own uh zelda oh am i what you think you're better than me you think you're better all right so the those are that's a great list of games kotor especially i mean let's oh, talk yeah. about classic that's it's so great it takes place well before any known star wars that i can remember mm-hmm. at least it was basically like it so High Republic, right? Mm-hmm. So the new books in there coming out. Kevin Scott, I love you. You're doing a great job. Please, thank you. You're the future of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> boom. <laughs> Whoa, heard it here first, folks. New George <laughs> Lucas? Question mark. Anyway, uh, that's probably Dave Filoni, but that's a whole new conversation. Yeah, you're right. Continue. Right. He's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So I think that the Old Republic is essentially what the High Republic is doing now, but it came out before Disney bought everything and did all this stuff. Because yeah. the idea of Star Wars has been around forever, and, and so the Jedi. I wish that they could do the Old Republic more justice eventually. But yeah. at the same time, the Old Republic stuff is very, like beloved so it's kind of hard to, like well what do you yeah do? Here, here's here's the thing though is like the high republic takes place 700 years 200 it's only 200 it's 200 yeah. years before the events of episode one yeah kotor takes place four thousand years yeah, yeah. it's the, a huge so difference like which sorry they on. still have technology and it's still potentially relevant to star wars yeah. but they've never confirmed or denied that it's a part of it so, okay, here's what we're going to do. Brendan and I, we already uh, made a video about the High Republic in our High Republic review. Uh, so you should check out the link below or at the end card or whatever we decide to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing that I don't like about the High Republic, the, the only gripe that I have okay. is Bacta. Now, what's Bacta? Okay, it's this magical fluid Explain in Star Wars. Bacta. Bacta is a magical fluid in Star Wars that heals people for plot reasons. Agree. They don't explain how it works. Uh, and also, Fair it, came, enough. it came about because uh, Mark Hamill got injured uh, in a car crash for, for Empire Strikes Back, and they had to be like, how do we get him healed from a Wampa attack really fast in right, Star Wars? Right, so, right. boom, Bacta comes about. Anyway, history of Bacta. Uh, well, in High Republic, Bacta is just being discovered mm-hmm. when... Well, like it's being replaced, it's replacing an older thing that yeah. does a similar function. Um, but in the old Republic, Bacta is on the planet Manan where they harvest it and everything. Right. Um, and so 
four thousand years ago, there was back to in the old and republic, that's, but it's and not that's canon. Where it's like the old republic being canon is like. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I don't I, think it's official. I actually have I have a wrench for that. So Bacta is mm-hmm. just being discovered in the High Republic. They never actually talk about Bacta mm-hmm. in Knights of the Old Republic. They talk about something called Colto, which is also found on the planet of Manan. Colto um, is what's used as medicine in the Old Republic. Don't so, they? Isn't it called Bacta, though? No, they don't call it Bacta at all. It's called Colto. Mm. And so maybe there's a plot hole in your plot hole. We need you to help us check. Is is it Comment. Bacta? Is it Colto? Is there Bacta ever referenced in Knights of the Old Republic? Let I us know. don't recall. But Knights of the Old Republic is a vast game with lots of information. So yes. who knows? Okay, let's get to the questions. So, <clears throat> top three favorite games, we went over that. So, what are you currently playing? Games I'm currently playing, uh, because you started playing it, I did start playing Zelda, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming out soon. I believe it's in production. I don't know yeah. if it yeah. confirmed a, a particular release date for it. Yes. Um, so, playing Breath of the Wild, it's... Great. Yeah. Uh, other games I, I'm playing currently, I'm playing a game called Apex Legends, which um, does have a lot of lore surrounding it because it takes place in the Titanfall universe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it takes place, but it, but like it mentions none of the characters from the Titanfall universe or from the Titanfall game right. specifically, because Apex Legends is a battle royale style game where you jump into a squad with two other people, you pick a character. And last man standing, or last squad standing. So there's not really much, a lot of story. It's just a, it's it's mostly just a multiplayer shoot like, up, like Fortnite game. type thing. Yeah, like Fortnite. Um, although I would say it is distinctly better than Fortnite ever will be. That's might be fighting words. People love Fortnite. I know people love Fortnite. I've played Fortnite. I don't like Fortnite. Mm. Let us know in the comments how you feel about that. I just. I, I I played because uh, our cousin Jacob plays. Classic. Sup, Jacob? If you ever see this, please boom shout out. Um, shout out, Jacob. But the fact that Fortnite, Apex Legends, a lot of these battle royale type games are coming out, most of them tend to be free, so mm. uh, a lot of people can play them, which right. is nice. Yeah. Um, which you kind of want for the battle royale type thing. You want a lot of different opponents and want to, you know, definitely. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think those are the only two games I'm currently playing a lot of. I mean, I did just download a new game called Control, which I haven't jumped into yet. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I also don't know exactly what it's about. So, yeah. So what was the last? Uh, you were playing um, that one that was kind of like Halo, but it was, it was made by the same people. But, oh, um, Destiny. Destiny, Destiny was is that's probably old too, I suppose. So, hi Grandpa, how you doing? So the first, Thank you. the first Destiny game came out in 2012. They made Destiny two in 2015, I believe. Oh, so it's, it's been, been six years. <laughs> but the thing about I don't know anything. <laughs> but the thing about Destiny two now is they've I think they've officially foregone in a. An, an additional sequel, and they're just constantly expanding Destiny 2. Mm. 
I think mm-hmm. that I think that's what they're doing. Interesting. And it still has a, a large fan base, I'm sure. But I've stopped playing it because it became too much. It was there was so much stuff going on, and there were event like yeah, too much. Too makes much. sense. Makes sense. Cut and dry. Yeah. Quick. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, you mentioned Pokemon earlier. I did. And since this show is all about story, I love Pokemon. Obviously, I've been playing Pokemon since blue and red version. Nerd! 1996. 1996, playing the game, all that stuff. Um, the, the, The story for Pokemon Sword and Shield was so stupid. I thought it was dumb. Uh, I... I agree with that assessment. I I would say that it was still a slightly nice change of pace compared to what we now expect out of Pokemon. What I will say, the everything about the game of Pokemon Sword and Shield I thought was great. Like I like the Pokemon, I like the gameplay, I love the graphics, right. I love that it's like it's just so great. I that I just the story was nice. I didn't care. I found myself right. just not caring about the story. Let me guess. Right. Where it's all about a kid who gets a Pokemon, wanders the world without parental uh, supervision. No. And then... Not they, at all. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. And then there's an inexplicable team of semi-adults that are either stealing Pokemon or plotting the end of the world for no. monetary gain. False. Very false. Whoa! So Breaking that, the mold, Pokemon. That's, Good that's job. what I mean. They broke the mold a little bit. They made a story where the main villain. I mean, I expected it to be the main villain. Yeah. But I also like wasn't expecting like that in particular. I expected, you know, they had Team Rocket. They had Team Rocket again, and uh, Sword or out uh, Ruby Sapphire. Ruby Sapphire had Aqua Magma. Like each game, they're stepping the same type of. But like Sword yeah. and Shield set itself apart. They still had a team, but they were useless. So they broke the mold, therefore it's a dumb game. No, no, no. No, no, no. I think the game is great, I just didn't care about the story. So gameplay the story gameplay came together, story was... The, the only actually thing from it that gameplay-wise I, that I didn't like, and the only reason I didn't like it is because I'm so old school, Sure, is the EXP share. And the only reason is because like it just made the game so easy. I have found myself only using one Pokemon because my other Pokemon just kept staying the same level. So, that, like, you didn't... In the original game, you had to grind. Like, you had to, no, like... Yeah, you oh, had to work really hard. I, I killed so, 17 seals. Interesting, right. interesting fact, if you will. Sword and Shield had an EXP share that was permanent. You couldn't turn it off. A lot of people hated it, at least amongst the Pokemon community. <laughs> hated it. Um, the EXP share has been around since game one. Mm-hmm. And in game one, it functioned exactly the same as Sword and Shield, but you could turn it on and off. Well, it was... the really? ex- No, no, no. Yes. No, no. But like, but like, it wasn't the same amount of experience. Like, your initial Pokemon got a lot of XP and all the rest of them in the party. It was an item. You had to give yeah. the EXP share to a Pokemon. No, no, no. It That was too... To seven, that was what it was. In one, it was a party EXP yeah. share. Oh, that's true. That's true. It yeah. was a party EXP. It was the same thing. Yeah. But the but it value, was an item. But it was an item, and you could turn it on and yeah. off. Can I break your guys' brains really quick? Whoa. I have never played a first-gen Pokemon game. Ah! 
Don't you just love having a podcast where you can express yourself? So I do believe I just died a little. Uh, so here's the thing. So here's the so, thing. Logan, do you have a Game Boy that he could play this on? I actually have a 3DS that you could play Pokemon Yellow, Red, or Blue on. I actually would not be opposed. I have a Switch, but I don't have any Pokemon games on it. Well, get ready for some gameplay videos from Aiden. Oh man! So my my nephew's been in town and they've been playing a lot of Pokemon Shield and stuff. And he keeps he knows that Red and Blue exists, but he keeps saying he's probably going to listen to this. So what's up? But he keeps mispronouncing it. He says like Leaf Leaf Green or Fire Red, and he goes, "Yeah, the original games." I was like, "Bro, I mean." In blue version. In mm. a sense, he's not technically wrong because the original Pokemon games were released in 1995 in Japan only, With green. which were green and red. Yes, gotcha. blue and blue, blue and red came out later in America. And the reason they did the change was they weren't sure that Pokemon was going to be a success. Mm-hmm. Right. So they made a game that had a lot of glitches, which is why Pokemon Green the the, from Japan is so rare mm. and coveted nowadays because it was an original Pokemon game yeah. and it was full of glitches right. and problems. And then they did red, blue, and yellow later, and it was fine. Yeah, I remember Laramie, our other other brother, had the yellow version. Yeah, so uh, we got red, and you got red, I got blue. Yep. And then did Laramie end up with yellow? Laramie, Laramie ended, ended up with, with yellow. yellow. Yeah. Brady so, had silver. Brady crystal. Crystal. Brady crystal. So my is crystal my gen, no 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 it's Gen two no, gen, gen two is crystal is the yellow version of Gen two, gotcha okay um which that'll be exciting when they release Sword and Shield's third I I always thought I love that pattern so they're I don't not they're not going to Sword and Shield is what Sword and Shield is that's the game that yeah, they're not going to they, Sword Shield and Bow and Arrow they officially haven't released a third type game since Gen four. So, like, what I, what, I, what I mean for the viewers is, like, Generations 1, 2, 3, and 4 all featured two games that came out, and then a year later, they produced an additional game that right. contains kind more of a combo content. of the two. Combo of the two, and it contained different story elements, like there was other stuff yeah. in it. Yeah. Generation 5 was the first one that didn't do Which this. Which was X and Y? Black and no, White. Black and White. Black, black and White came out as Black and White, and that was it. And then there a was year, no gray. And then a year later, we expected Gray, but then we got Black and White 2, which was essentially the same game as Black and White with just more stuff. So it was, it was two games. So I played but, my... Well, we're on the Pokemon train. We'll get back to this last question here, but... What was this well, podcast supposed to be about? Gaming. Gaming. Oh, that's what we're talking we're about. We're doing good. We're good. doing good. Awesome. Um, what are you doing? So you're baller. <laughs> I had the original Blue, which I love that game. And I, so great. It's so great. My favorite generation is Gen 2. And the reason is, uh, gold version. So I I had blue. We got I think I got blue for Christmas. Did we get blue and red for Christmas? I think we got blue and red for Christmas. Yeah. So we got that. Played it, loved it. That was my game. So then, but then when gold and silver came out, I like saved my money up, like my paper wrap money, and I went and bought gold. And, and then that was you did that, and I did. I bought you silver. Got silver because obviously, see, back in the day, you had to really coordinate because you couldn't trade over the internet. They don't have that. You yeah. have to like trick like to other so people. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting gold. You got to get silver. Like we had right. to, like You're it basically f- mean like you weren't allowed to get gold because I had it. 
Right. They had to have the, you know. And it's and it still holds true today. You got Sword, I Have Shield. Yeah. Uh, they're doing Gen 4 remakes. I I really want Diamond, but I know you want Diamond. So, so I might go Pearl. Well, I played Pearl. You had Pearl. So yeah. this my so I did that. Uh, the reason that I think the second gen is the best, it successfully expanded the games in a big way. Put up was a hundred new Pokemon. It was a hundred and one new Pokemon. Yep. You played through Johto, and it was a great. They added like the railroad, and they added breeding and all this stuff. It was really great. And then you could play Kanto too. So you could actually play both games right in one game and that like when that happened it was so cool. Well and I yeah. think I think from a story perspective what made it so great is that the main bad guys from Red Blue Yellow were Team Rocket. Mm-hmm. In Gold and Silver it was just a continuation of time like it was 3 years mm-hmm. later and it was still right. Team Rocket but they were because Giovanni left because you defeated him. Yeah. Like Team Rocket was in disarray, and so like you yeah. could, like I think that's why it, I the think story it's, I think it's the only together. Pokemon story that's just an act, a true sequel, right yeah. to the previous games. And the reason that I liked it was it felt like I just beat the whole game, and then you get like the bonus section where you yeah. play the whole original game. That, that but you get to start with Pokemon that are like level fifty five, sixty. Right, it was it was a true sequel, and it was very well done. Yes, and then I I didn't really play Ruby Sapphire. I played a lot of Ruby Sapphire, and then the year I graduated high school that summer, I got platinum, and I played the crap out. That I spent all of my summer between high school and college just destroying that game. So here's my thing: I think you say the second gen is the best. I say. Third gen is the best. And I mean, I know it was the one that I played, all that stuff, whatever. But that would have been like your first one. That, that was my first one. I played fair. My Sapphire is right over there. Nice. Uh, so the reason I think that it's the best or that Gen 3 is the best is because, like you said, that the second gen expanded it in a whole new way and all that stuff made yeah. Pokemon what it is. Third gen perfected that. This also proves a very important point, which actually comes back to Star Wars. Oh, nice. Fandom is based on nostalgia. That's it. Absolutely. 100% like, agree. Pokemon, you're like, the best game's Ruby Sapphire. To me, that's like the worst generation. So so here's... <sighs> I, 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 I didn't play that one. I grew up together. I'm going to actually pseudo-agree with him. I will agree that 2 might have been the best expansion, true sequel. Mm-hmm. But because of Ruby Sapphire, because there were difficulties trading from gold, silver, red, blue into the Game Boy Advanced, because it was Game Boy Color to Game Boy Advanced, they made Fire Red Leaf Green, which were remakes of the original game. Mm -hmm. So I think that might have been a really great moment. Like Fire Red Leaf Green was the epitome of what Pokemon became at that point. In Fire Red Leaf Green, can you play Johto too? No. 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 You could only do, you could only do Kanto, mm-hmm. but they added a new area called the Sevi Islands, mm. which um, kind of like the orange islands. There was it was kind of like a pseudo orange island. This is what I want from Pokemon, and we're gonna almost get it with Arceus. It's gonna be close. Arceus, Arceus. It's, I think, I it's, think Arceus. it's Arceus. Okay. 
Wait, no, there's a movie. They called it Arceus, didn't they? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Let us what, know in the comments. What I want is a Breath of the Wild game that's a massive map. You could play it forever, never-ending game. That is open world, and it is every Pokemon region. Boom. It's all of it in one massive thing. Gotta catch them all. You gotta catch them all. You gotta catch all 900 Pokemon or however many it is. You have to go to... I mean, it's like a big game. Pretty much. That's what I want. So what's Pokemon Arceus? Well, um, Pokemon Arceus is an upcoming game. I don't think it's coming out this year. It might be next. I think it's early next year. I think it's early next year. But Because Brilliant Diamond and Pearl are is November? Yes. So I think Arceus is the beginning next year. Right. Um, and I th- they ha- like I said, they haven't really released a lot of details of it, but what they have released is it, it takes place decades to possibly centuries before the original game started. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be... You're going to be playing a character who is filling out the first Pokédex. Like, you know how when you go, you get the Pokédex from Professor Oak or the Professor from the region? You're, like, discovering new Pokémon for the first time. But I think there's an issue there because these Pokémon are clearly already discovered, but, like, the Pokédex is just an encyclopedia. Like, you point it at the Pokémon and it says, this Pokémon does this. I feel like this game is going to be, like, that person writing down the information for, hey, Zubat... Is a bat type Pokemon. Mm-hmm. It can fly. It can do this. It can do that. Like, yeah. right. It's the compendium for and all it's Pokemon. Open world. So it's they like even Sword and Shield. It's open world ish, but you still follow paths. Like you can't stray right. from the. But I feel like with Arceus, it's going to be even more open world than Sword and Shield was. Like where Sword and Shield definitely had a defined path. I feel like Arceus is going to be more more. in line with Breath of the Wild. Yes. You can go where you want. You can, when you catch, when you get into like a Pokemon battle, it's more like running into a bad guy in the forest. Like you're just, gotcha. You you don't go into like battle mode. Right. Like you can still catch it. I think it's going to be a a lot like the Pokemon Safari from the first game where you personally encounter a Pokemon. You can throw bait or rocks or the Pokeball and attempt to catch a Pokemon. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but it's it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's centuries before. It's almost like, um, it reminds me of the third Ninja Turtles movie where they go back to Japan and it's like back in history it, or whatever. It so, definitely yeah. has like Japan elements and like Japan, like it, like it pulls stuff from Japan, Japanese well, culture. It's a Japanese game. So. Right. True. Um, so that's what Pokemon Arceus is. They really haven't released a lot of data on it. So okay. pretty excited about it, though. I want to play. I've been itching to since playing Sword and Shield because I never played anything from Black and White to Sword and Shield. So all that's everything in the middle. I never played Sun and Moon, XY, none of that. Did you not play three though? I played three. I played one, two, three. Three, I kind of skipped. I, like, I played it after the fact. Right. Uh, okay. Um, but I played, I played one, two, three, and four. I loved four a lot. Mm-hmm. But then I, I think I had X. I think I, or no, I think I got, um, black. Black. And I played, like, half of it. I mean, I, I don't know. I right. just, I stopped. I don't know what happened. But you got old. I got older. 
And I stopped playing it. Um, what I will say for Pokemon Black and White is it was the first game since the first one to, inter- to introduce 151 new Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, every other game has released new Pokemon, but Gen 2 released 100. Gen 3 released 80 or 90 or something like that. Gen 5, or even Gen 4 released just, you know, 100 or whatever. Gen 5 released 151 brand new Pokemon, and those are the only Pokemon you could catch in the game mm. until after the Pokemon League. Oh, that's cool. That's, so like, that's a nice... Yeah. I, I felt like it was a really nice addition to the yeah. to the world. I need to give that one a try again. The only game the two versions I've never touched. I've never played X and Y and I've never played Sun and Moon. Ever. Um, I've never even I don't even know what it looks like. Honestly, mm-hmm. X and Y and Sun and Moon are they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. They still added new Pokemon. This it was still a basic story. The Sun and Moon games or the T V show. I have a do- I have a seven year old daughter. She watches the whole Pokemon which I love. Of course. Um, but they get into like aliens and stuff, and it's kind of yeah. Generation Seven introduced the Ultra Beasts, which is what they're referred to as, and like so they're in Hawaii, but then also aliens, aliens. <laughs> right? It's all thing. How does... It's it's just it's very strange. Um, additionally, it did this one did break the mold a little bit, where there weren't traditional gyms either. Mm. Like mm. you 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 traveled around the region. That's the same and, show. Yeah, you like you traveled around the region and you did. Uh, they were called trials, I believe, and each trial had a very specific puzzle or a Pokemon at the end or something that you had to like achieve, and then you could get the Z stones at the end, which were their own thing. Yeah. So it wasn't it was a departure from the standard games, but it wasn't enough of a departure. So you mentioned how uh, your daughter watches a lot of Pokemon. Which is like it's amazing. I've every new journeys, which is the current show on Netflix. I think it's fantastic. Nice. So this is coming from a guy who woke up at on Saturday mornings at six a.m. every Saturday morning to watch the original show. Classic, and I think it's good. How do you feel about how every time that you watched like Pokemon or Star Wars or rewatched it or anything like that? How do you feel about? Having to rewatch it as many exactly as many times because your daughter's watching it for oh I don't add one thing oh, okay yeah no so the only ones where it bugs me are the shows that like I just don't like for instance but the, I think the only show that that's happened to is Fireman Sam on Netflix I would watch that couldn't do it <laughs> everything else though like she loved um, Sophia the first I could watch the show. So I've seen bits of that. It has it's a just story. Good. It seems awesome. And like the other Disney princesses show up randomly in it. Like, it's just good. All right. Yeah. So, no, but like, she loves um, uh, Pokemon. She loves Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars and all. Like, so I'm just like, I love it. Watch it. It's great. Clone Wars is really good. I'm in the middle of it. This is kind of straying from video games a little bit, but I do like it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But watching it. speaking of Star Wars. Yeah. Um, there was a new game that came out, I believe it was two years ago now, it was called, we talked about it at the beginning of the video, I mentioned it as one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. It was called Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Nice segue. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Excellent. But uh, what I really enjoyed about the game, so 
It was developed and created by Respawn Entertainment uh, under the EA banner. Under the EA banner. Mm -hmm. Um, What I like about Respawn is Respawn was responsible for the Titanfall games and Apex Legends. And Mm -hmm. I don't know other games that they've developed or produced or any of that stuff, but I feel like they have a good grasp on telling good stories. Mm -hmm. And with Titanfall and Titanfall 2, which had a more prominent story than Titanfall 1, like the story was great. It was epic. It was Big. it was exactly what you expected. It was it was uh, exciting incident, promises, payoff. It was all of it. Mm-hmm. And then with I so I had a lot of faith when they decided to do the Star Wars game, which is considered canon. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was a little worried because it was like the first big story game mm-hmm. into the, into new Star Wars, right? Because like they had the Battlefront games, and that was pretty much it at this point. Mm. They did uh, Force Unleashed one and two, so those are actually those. part of old canon. Mm-hmm. And I, yes. honestly, I would still argue that those are not technically old canon. They might be like faux canon. Faux canon. They're they're kind of like we're gonna take influence and we're not going to really say it's not but right i mean in those games shock Two is still alive and can we talk about how she dies like all the time she dies a lot yes. surprisingly agreed in a lot but, of different ways <laughs> but i do believe that star wars force unleashed one and two came out before disney's acquisition of star wars so i do believe it's considered mm. yeah not canon yeah um but what i liked about Fallen Order was you played a character called Cal Kestis, mm-hmm. who was a Jedi apprentice Caleb, during. He's like a Caleb Doom. He's a Caleb Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, he was apprentice. He was an apprentice during Order sixty six, mm. and they were on one of the Republic ships full of clones. And Order sixty six came down, and out of nowhere, your master is just like, "We have to get to the escape pods," and then he's slaughtered, and then like <laughs> basically, spoiler alert. <laughs> But, oh uh, no, Order 66. I wonder what could happen. Oh. But basically, your master. <laughs> yeah, basically, you're in the middle of a training session when it all goes down. And so your master is just like, you have to get to the escape pod. And he opens up a thing so that right. you can escape through the bowels of the ship uh, instead of the main passageway. Sounds like a nice tutorial sequence. Um, actually, this takes place late game. Whoa. Yeah. So you start the game as a Padawan. You start the game as... Uh, so the game actually takes place five years later. This is actually a flashback that Cal Kestis is experiencing. Mm. Because he's trying to remember... He's trying to... Like, when Order 66 went down and his master got slaughtered and he escaped... He, um, he escaped with his master's lightsaber. Mm. Like, his master handed it to him as he died. And escape pot gone. And that was that was their departure, and he and then he died. Spoiler alert! Um, but so he has his lightsaber, and he does keep it on his person. But he basically cuts himself off from the force, maybe mm. not effectively because he still reconnects a little. But he tries to. He it. tries to because this is now the Empire. The Empire searching and looking for Jedi to kill. Mm-hmm. And so for five years, Cal Kestis works as a scrapper on the planet of Braca, which mm-hmm. was just featured in Bad Batch. Yeah. So, wait. Okay. So, so, so wait. So, <laughs> episode one. Because Star Wars. Because Star Wars. Okay. New video. Star Wars. <laughs> so, there's Star mm-hmm. Wars, Phantom Menace, Clone Wars, 
Clone Wars TV show. Somewhere in there's the Clone Wars movie. <laughs> the Clone Wars movie is before the Clone Wars. It's after it Attack came of out. the Clones, but it's before the Clone Wars show. That is not true. No, because he goes to Praxis Prime, and oh, in season yeah. two, it is in the right. middle. It is in the middle. You're right. You're so right. It, it was produced before the show. Yes. That was the, yes. It was precursor. So, yes. So, yeah. Clone Wars movie somewhere in there. And then Revenge of the Sith, Bad Batch, Fallen Order, Rebels. Fallen Order, Bad Batch probably happened at the same time. Um, no, Fallen Order takes place five years after. Oh, five years so after. Bad Batch is immediately after the Empire's yes. over. Okay. So maybe in season six of Bad Batch, we'll see, what's his name? Cal Kestis. Cal Kestis. I doubt it, but maybe. And then, so that's what, and then it goes Rebels, and then it goes Solo, and then it goes Rogue One, and then it goes Star Wars A New Hope, and then it goes Empire Strikes Back, yes. and then Return of the Jedi, and then the, that's it. Oh, and then <laughs> Mandalorian. Mandalorian. There we that's, go. Mandalorian is the end of time. That's it. Um, but <laughs> what I, I just, I really liked what they did with Fallen Order. Like, it, it filled in a small space of time in nice. between three and four. And it followed a really compelling character who, like, you start out on Braca and mm-hmm. you're, you're a scrapper. You're trying to scrap all of these Republic ships and try to reutilize some of the materials from it so they can make death, the Star Destroyers. Yeah. Um, and so, you, like, you and your friend Prof, I believe his name is. Um, like you, a professor. I was just thinking. But not spelled like professor, more like P-R-A-U-F. Okay. Anyway, he's an alien. <laughs> he alien. <laughs> he's an alien. But um, so it's you and him, and you're tasked with doing a specific. Like you're tasked with doing something, and in order to get there, you have to start using the game mechanics, which involve climbing things and yeah, just being you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it, int- it introduces the world very well, and then while you're attempting to do this thing, they are talking like about what it was what it was like being under the Empire's rule. Like, because this is five years later now, mm-hmm. a lot of people are realizing that, uh-oh, Empire's not so good. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the two of them are just like, man, the Empire sucks, but, you know, do you think everything that happened with the Jedi was true? And Cal Kestis knows this, but Prof is, he's oblivious. He has no idea. Um, but then an accident. Accident! Accident! Prof! <laughs> falls off the ship they're on. He's plumbing, plummeting to the ground and he force he force stops him in midair and he gets caught by a thing flying underneath. Mm. And that was Prof's first experience with the force and like later they're talking about it it's like, dude, was that the force? And he's like, yeah, don't talk about it. <laughs> that nice. was pretty much it. And then the very next thing he talks about it. No, he doesn't talk about it. Oh, he says, prof. I will keep your secret for you. Because, like, there is a reward for missing Jedi at this point. Right. Yeah. There's a reward. So, I mean, and if you work as a scrapper, I mean, you need some moolah. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, but the very next thing that happens is, like, your shift is over and you've saved Prof and all this stuff. And then... Um, the Grand Inquisitor. Yes, the Grand Inquisitor. Wait, really? No, seriously. Oh, I was looking for the nice. word. Nice. Um, I wouldn't actually call her the Grand Inquisitor. She's more like... An Inquisitor. She is an Inquisitor. I think they call her the Ninth. No, she's the First Sister. 
is what they okay. refer to. Oh, as. yeah. And then in Rebels, it's like the something other sister or something. Well, because in this game, you actually kill a lot of these sisters. Mm. Like, ah. you kill, like, spoiler alert, you kill the first sister and you kill the eighth sister, but they are still Inquisitors. Yeah. Um, gotcha. But anyway, so two Inquisitors show up where your shift has ended, and they're just like, we have reports that there's a Jedi amongst this group of people, which includes you and Prof. And, so ah. like, and then Prof, to, in an attempt to save you, claims that he is the Jedi. And it fails. And okay. Prof dies immediately. Well, that's all right. Before we give away the whole game. For, for those game. of you who do like story... What I liked about it is that it was only a story game. There was no multiplayer. There was none of it. It was a story. You're following the story. Game. Yeah. Uh, the gameplay was really well. If you like Dark Souls, great game. Yeah, true. You'll like it. Very good. I think it's time to wrap this up. Uh, we've been going for a while now, so. Oh, yeah, we have. Well, um, thanks. Five flies. Oh, this has been a good episode. We had some good conversations. I, um, I think so. About the Pokemon. I, I was in prepared for that, but uh, hey, hey, Pokemon is good stuff. Pokemon's right. So, thank you for joining us on the show. Absolutely. We appreciate it. We'll Do probably you... most likely have you back. Yep. Yeah. Do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Like, what are you doing these days? I do have a Twitch account, but um, I'm not I'm not very active on it. It's, uh, it's Mr. Legends 21. Um, so check them out on Twitch. Subscribe. But I'm um, not very active, so... Be more active. Fair enough. All right. This has been the Writing Quest Podcast. We are so excited you are here. And um, I think there's really only one thing left to say. Huzzah! Huzzah!